The Mixed Mornings and More podcast with Steph and Sean. Now available daily. Good morning, world. Good morning. Happy Thursday. Fun. Oh, I'm switching it up here. 532. <laughs> it is uh, June 23rd. Welcome to Thursday for sure. Um, did you see the sunrise this morning? I did. It was rising right around 430, I think, is when I could see that, that ball of fire in the sky. Yeah, and then this happened. What is happening with these clouds yeah. right now? Yeah, it was wild. It, it, it was it was really cool to see uh, as it was coming over the hills because um, there was there was a little bit of clearing of clear sky, and then right above that was all just massive clouds. So for like a little instance, you could see the sun, and then it was just all the colors. What's that one phrase with sailor sky delight or something? Oh, that's the nighttime one. So red sky at night, sailors delight. Oh. Red sky in the morning. Sailors take warning. There we go. Yeah, it's going to rain all day. So <laughs> just a heads up to any sailors we have here in Fort McMurray. <laughs> Not a great day for you. Traffic circles, roundabouts, a uh, hot topic of discussion I posted uh, yesterday, and we talked about it on the radio, uh, just uh, new new uh, directions painted on the ground heading into uh, the traffic circle just behind us here uh, from like Stony Creek to Eagle Ridge. Yeah, and it was very interesting to see um, the frenzy of comments of people talking mm-hmm. about uh, how they knew how to use a roundabout, they wished other people would learn, but then as well... <laughs> Interesting to see the people who were like, I wish they would just use it like a regular traffic circle. And it was like, they are using it like a regular traffic <laughs> circle. You're the problem. You're the Ew, one. man. <laughs> hundreds, hundreds of comments. If you want to check out our Facebook page, you can go look at the many differing opinions on how people in this region use the traffic circle. But this all just comes back to another uh, point I had when the traffic circle was first installed, that we need to set up a webcam. For the traffic circle, because it is constant entertainment. I honestly think you could become a regular influencer and get paid for that <laughs> feed if you put it up. Like, people would be like, oh, yeah, absolutely. I want to advertise on your channel. Everybody's watching this. It's ridiculous. And you know what else the traffic circle could be used for? What? If there's ever a collision, they could just go to the webcam and see who's at fault. <laughs> Right? It's true. I mean, I I oh, hope. Oh, oh, oh my go goodness. ahead. Side hustle. Mm-hmm. I I just put up my own traffic circle and then I advertise it. Hey, if you ever get in a collision and you're not at fault, come to me. I'll sell you the footage. All right, Sean. I bet you no make longer a lot of need money. to be in radio. I can literally <laughs> retire off that idea. Got a call yesterday from a company who said that uh, I was setting up a new service with them and they were like, oh, your email bounced back. I just want to confirm your email. And I was like, yep, no problem. Uh, and so they made me read off my email address to them and I was mm-hmm. like, yep, stephsidel at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, sweet. Um, yep, that's what I have. And I was like, well, it bounced back. So maybe you don't have that. And they're like, yep, spell it for me. So I was like, <laughs> S-E-I-D-E-L. And they're like, yep, that's that's what I have. <laughs> And they're like, is it gmail.ca? No. Yeah, let's check the intricacies of it all. Make sure. So then she was like, I just feel like maybe it's not right. I I don't know. Um, Steph Seibel. And I was like, no, it's Seidel with a D. (laughs) And she was like, yeah, I know. That's what I have. Steph Seibel. (laughs) And I was like, no, actually, it's Dell, like the farmer in the Dell, D. And The farmer in the Dell? Yeah. That just confused people more. Dell, Steph Seidel. 
You think that's more confusing? What, what's the what's the phrase you use? Farmer in the Dell? The farmer in the Dell. The farmer. No, you don't know that. Okay. Either way, didn't work for her either. <laughs> no wonder she was confused. You're like the farmer in the Dell. The hens in the hay. <laughs> You seem to know it even more. Anyway, then she goes, um, so she spells it for me. I spell it again, and I say D, as in dog. And she's like, oh, yes, G. Okay, Sigel. And I was like, how how are we having this conversation? What can I do to get you to understand that D starts with dog, not ends with G? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I still didn't get an email from them, so perhaps it's still bouncing back. I'm not sure. (laughs) I don't know what else you can do. That's impressive on her end to just be like, bell, gel. J, are you saying J? Is that Seidel with a J? <laughs> anything, anything but D. That that letter doesn't exist in her alphabet. <laughs> Scams these days have changed me uh, for good and for bad. For good, because I'm always on edge and I feel like I'm never going to... Knock on wood. I'm never going to get scammed <laughs> wow. before I say that out loud. Yeah, that's a big promise. Okay. But also for times like yesterday when my brother texted me with a new number and he didn't let me know that he got a new number. All he said, a text came in and said, what ad- what address are you living at now? Whoa. And that was the only text. I've never had any previous like... And the number came up super weird as well. Like A lot of times I've noticed when numbers come through... Uh, the area code will be in brackets and then it'll have the first three digits and then a space and then it'll have like the last four. Yeah. This one came in and it was all like 10 numbers in a row. There was no brackets. There was no nothing. I'm like, oh, that's a, that's just a, like a, a scam text. Yeah, totally. That looks like it's from a call center. Or exactly. Something. Yeah. So it came in and all it said was, what address are you living at now? And I was about to do something really cheeky and like just respond back. <laughs> uh, but all I said was, pardon? <laughs> He's like, it's your brother. I got a new number. Did you say, what's my brother's name? <laughs> no, he said, he said, it's Chad. I got a new number. Uh, don't save it, though, because I'm getting rid of this soon and getting another number. He just got a, anyway, long story. He got a new job, blah, blah, blah. Okay, okay. Um, but he's just like, hey, just a heads up. I just need to. And then we started chatting brotherly things. I was like, okay, we're good here. Okay. Uh, but it was just like I was so on edge. And I was just like, whew. Thank goodness I didn't say something really bad. <laughs> Although it wouldn't be that bad because it is my brother. Yeah, I was going to say, like, what what would you have said? What's your go-to, like, cheeky text back to a scammer? I can't say that on air. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Got a call yesterday from a company who said that uh, I was setting up a new service with them, and they were like, oh, your email bounced back. I just want to confirm your email. And I was like, yep, no problem. Uh, and so they made me read off my email address to them, and I was mm-hmm. like, yep, Steph Seidel at gmail.com mm-hmm. and they're like okay sweet um yep that's what i have and i was like well it bounced back so maybe you don't have that and they're like yep spell it for me so i was <laughs> like s e i d e l and they're like yep that's that's what i have <laughs> and they're like is it gmail.ca no yeah gmail. let's check com. the intricacies of it all make sure so then she was like i just feel like it maybe it's not right i, I don't know um steph Cybell. and i was like no it's Cybell with a d <laughs> and she was like yeah i know that's what i have steph Cybell." <laughs> and i was like no actually it's dell like the farmer in the dell d and the farmer in the dell yeah that just confused people more dell steph Cybell. You think that's more confusing? What, what's the what's the phrase you use? Farmer in the Dell? The farmer in the Dell. The farmer. No, you don't know that. Okay. Either way, didn't work for her either. <laughs> no wonder she was confused. <laughs> You're like the farmer in the Dell. The hens in the hay. 
You seem to know it even more. Anyway, then she goes, um, so she spells it for me. I spell it again, and I say D as in dog. And she's like, oh, yes, G. Okay, Sigel. And I was like, how how are we having this conversation? What can I do to get you to understand that D starts with dog, not ends with G? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I still didn't get an email from them, so perhaps it's still bouncing back. I'm not sure. (laughs) I don't know what else you can do. That's impressive on her end to just be like, Bell, gel. J, are you saying J? Is that Seidel with a J? <laughs> anything, anything but D. That that letter doesn't exist in her alphabet. <laughs> when I was growing up, my parents redid their kitchen um, with like a bunch of wallpaper and this fruit border and stuff. <laughs> and there were a lot of accessories you could get for your kitchen that matched that aesthetic. Okay. You could get like a paper towel holder and you could get even like plates like corral dishes that matched your wallpaper this this was your childhood growing up right here yes everything in the kitchen matched yes oh and one thing that matched as well was this cutting board okay but it was made of glass which is a very strange concept when you're cutting dinner you know you have that nice sound of the chop but when you're cutting dinner on a glass cutting board (laughs) it sounds awful (laughs) yeah Probably why those aren't around anymore. Yeah, like think nails on a chalkboard, but you're doing it on purpose with a knife Mm -hmm. on a glass cutting board. Um, And so I remember this cutting board, and it was always the last one to come out of the drawer. Like if everything else was dirty, you'd be like, okay, fine, I guess I'll use this. I really want to cut this hot dog up or something. (laughs) As a kid, okay, that's that's what I thought. (laughs) Yes, Sean, where would you cut a hot dog up? On a plate? Uh, I'd rather use my teeth than use that glass cutting board. I'd just rather be like, oh, you want some of that hot dog? You just bite it off with your teeth and spit it on their plate. But that's just me. Spit it on their plate. Sounds <laughs> sounds very nice of We're you. We're very close to my family. <laughs> We're very civilized in mine. Um, anyway, <laughs> I'm making a quilt and I needed a cutting board. And I was going to buy one the other day and, and just like, you know, it slipped my mind. And then I was in Dollarama. And they had one there. It has nice measurements on it. And I was like, ah, I'll just grab this one. This is great. Then I got it home and I took it out of the package. And my childhood memories returned as I saw that this cutting board was made out of glass. And you're supposed to use a rotary cutter on it. So it's just like this metal wheel rolling along glass. Oh, my gosh. Did you try it out? Uh, yes. You did? I Well, what else? You can't return anything to the dollar store. I would store. just go buy another one. Post it on Marketplace. I don't know. Get rid of it. <laughs> would anyone like to buy this glass cutting board after I've just given it such glowing review? <laughs> My American husband is becoming a Canadian next oh, week. Oh, congratulations. Oh, no. Welcome to Canada, finally. Thank even though you. you've been here for a decade. Eight, eight years, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So uh, we finally got our notification for our citizenship ceremony. But in like the packet of what they send you with the Zoom link because of pandemic things, Mm -hmm. uh, it also says that on camera, you have to cut up your permanent resident card. Oh, which seems crazy right now with the passport wait times. You can fake that so easily, by the way. What? Fake cutting up the card? Yeah. This seems a little too official to be talking yeah, about. It seems a little illegal with something. But here. if you didn't want to do it, I'm just saying you could fake it. <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> we do have plans to cut up the card, but it did say in the document that like 
Yeah. However, if you have travel coming up soon, um, the passport wait times are a little longer than normal. And you still have to apply for a Canadian passport. Yeah. So perhaps you might like to move your citizenship ceremony. Oh. It was like, absolutely not. We've We're waited g- eight years for this. <laughs> you postponed <laughs> this for eight years. We are getting this done as fast as we can. Exactly. Exactly. So um, I think that he can still travel with American passport. He's going to be fine. It does seem pretty crazy, though. And so I guess the question is, since I've been seeing so many articles about Vancouver and passport wait times, like... How long are we going to be without a Canadian passport for this Canadian citizen we're making next week? Yeah, I wonder if anyone listening right now has been through passport stuff recently. 780-791-1037. Yes, I was listening from radio. You're talking about your passport. Congratulations on your citizenship. Thank you so much. I got my citizenship in February. I applied my passport in March. I got it yesterday. Yesterday. Congratulations on your citizenship as well. Thank you. That is so fun. So February till now, and you you had to apply for a brand new one, right? Yes, I had to apply a brand new one, regular passport. Processing time is nine. They say it is about nine, more than nine weeks. So I got it yesterday. Okay, so they were pretty accurate then. That's right. Wow. All right. Thank you so much for letting me know. What's your name? My name is Martin. Martin, thanks for calling and congrats. Welcome to Canada. I'm sure you've been here for years, but excited that you're a citizen now. Yes, I'm excited. I've been here for seven years. (laughs) All right. Love hearing that, man. Congratulations. All right. Congratulations. Enjoy your Canadian citizenship. (laughs) Thank you. We're talking about passport wait times because my husband is about to apply for his first ever passport. But I was chatting with someone the other day who said they mailed their passport in in December. Mm -hmm. They put their travel date as like April 18th. Yeah. And they still don't have it back. In, In June right now? Yeah. Is it, there's two types, right? There's the, the the renewal and then filling out the whole process again, right? What right. were they going for? I didn't ask. I mean, I would assume since they are Canadian and in their 30s that they've probably had a passport before and are just renewing. But yeah. I mean, you never if know. If you let it expire, though, then you have to go through the whole process. You're kidding. Yeah. So if you let it expire uh, within a certain time frame, you have to do it all over again. And so I've, I've been seeing, we posted this con- or on the Facebook page and a couple of people have been messaging again saying the renewal is quick, but whether it's your first time filling it out or if you're going through the whole process again, sounds like it could take half a year. <laughs> yeah, and I've actually been seeing as well some articles coming out of Vancouver that people are saying they're camping out overnight from when the passport closes. Yes. Uh, the day before, and they're actually paying other people to wait in the line for them so that they can go to work or do whatever and then just show up for their passport appointment to try and and get these things renewed so that they can travel to where they're headed. That's a side hustle I could get down with, a line filler. I I mean, we get off early here. People want me to wait. I don't know what Fort McMurray lines are like at Service Canada or whatever, but if you want me to wait in line, I will definitely do that for a fee. Just bring your zero gravity chair. Absolutely. (laughs) If it's going to be a nice day like this weekend, Friday, Saturday, like 20s, mm, yes, please. When I first moved here, it was right after the fire. And I remember driving down Franklin and there was a man sitting on a park bench and I made eye contact with him. And he smiled and waved, and I thought, wow, what a friendly place to live. Aww. You still and friends with the guy? <laughs> I 
didn't get out and meet him, but I'm sure if I saw him again, uh, he would smile and wave okay. for sure. Fair enough. <laughs> but I have loved, you know, as the years have gone on and continuing to be in Fort McMurray and just making this place such a wonderful community mm-hmm. and meeting so many people. And it's so great to be back out in person and running into folks um, like at National Indigenous People's Day, yeah. just seeing, I forgot how many people I knew, really. And I'm so <laughs> thankful for how welcoming people have been. Um, and I actually met a lady this week who is just here visiting um, her husband's uh, working out on site. So she came up to, to hang out with him for a bit. And uh, she has never been here before. Mm-hmm. And she has made multiple friends because Fort McMurray is so friendly. Oh, that's amazing to hear. I know. So she just like posted in a group and said, hey, I'm only here for a week. Would anyone like to go grab like a a walk or something with me? Yeah. And she has just found multiple people who said, hey, yeah, I'm free. I'll go for a walk with a stranger and and meet you, even though there's no long term advantage for me because you're going to go and leave and go back to your hometown. (laughs) Like, yeah, I I just want to like give a big applause to this beautiful, friendly city that, you know, six years on of my time living here, it's still the same place of people um, reaching out and welcoming others and and being willing to take a chance on a stranger to, to give your afternoon away. Really cool. Yeah, I, I think that uh, definitely speaks a lot to, to where we live right now. And I think like on the on your new friends part, uh, to, to put yourself out there just like randomly, um, it, it, it sounds like a little, but it can take a lot just to be like, just be like, hey, does anyone want to be my friend for a couple days here? And then just for everyone to willingly latch on and say like, yeah, we'll take you in for a hot second and let's go have some fun. Totally. Putting yourself out there, but you're getting, getting something back in return. Yeah. And I'm thankful that Fort McMurray stepped up and gave that back. Yeah. Really cool. Go for it, McMurray. Go. Props to everyone. Want more of today's show? Download the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. Now available every weekday.